Today I'm with, uh, I'm joined by Fran Hedgie. Fran, you're Executive Director of the Edinburgh International Festival. And thankfully, at long last, we've got good news. So can you tell us a little about the good news? I know it's been absolutely wonderful to be able to work on something and announce something positive for a change. So what we what we have announced yesterday is that we are coming back. The International Festival is coming back this August with a series of live performances in, in specially designed outdoor venues across the city. So we are really looking forward to being able to do something in person, which obviously we haven't been able to do for over a year. I, I think I, I thought that uh, the the event at um, Tyne Castle at Hearts Football Ground was just such an excellent event and I always wondered why that wasn't repeated at the time so I guess if we think of something like that that was the LA Philharmonic I think if I'm not mistaken and they played wonderful tunes from the musicals and stuff like that stuff that people really wanted and it was such a beautiful evening as well so is that the kind of thing that we're going to expect is it going to be like big orchestras all spaced out or whatever or do we have any inkling of what we're going to have I think it would be great if we could channel some of that um, Tyne Castle vibe, uh, but we've got to kind of bear in mind that the the guidance that came out yesterday from government limits the number of people that we can have in the audience. So whereas Tyne Castle, the, the audience was about 10,000 people, uh, we're going to be looking at much smaller numbers than that, unfortunately, for, for this summer. But still, nevertheless, I think it will be um, smaller, but, but perfectly formed. Um, I can't tell you what the programme will be, but come back to us in June is is what I'd say. But it, it's it's it will be largely I think um, music based um, because those those types of events are easier to put on. I think I think for this summer the notion of bringing over large orchestras like the LA Phil or any of those European orchestras will be a challenge for us. I don't think that's going to be possible this year. So the flip side of that is what it means is there'll be there'll be perhaps more Scottish and UK based orchestras than we might have had. Um, otherwise, um, with a a number of international um, soloists as well. So it's a great programme. It's just about there already. And as I say, we'll announce it on the 2nd of June. So it's on the tip of your tongue, however, how terrible to have all that knowledge and not be able to divulge it to us. So you you said um, that there would be smaller audiences, sort of how many people are we, sorry, we should say, first of all, there's a couple of venues. One is out at Edinburgh Park, and I'd like you to tell me more about that. And the other one is in the quad at the old college at the Edinburgh University. Um, so how many people can you get in these venues? Well, so first of all, we're looking at three major outdoor venues. We've announced two of them, Edinburgh Park, the quad, and we'll be announcing the, the third one very shortly. We're still looking at the exact numbers that we'll be able to that we'll be able to include because obviously the guidance just came out yesterday. But I imagine it will be in the hundreds rather than thousands, maybe the several hundreds rather than thousands, because I think you know safety has got to be the priority here. So we're still looking at socially distanced, physical distanced um, audiences, either in um, singles, doubles, or, or family groups as well. So so bubbles of those of those audience numbers. Um, shorter performances so with no intervals so the 
the sort of opportunity, what they call for brush past, um, is, is really sort of limited, as well as lots of cleaning and contactless ticketing as well. So we're, we're putting in place a whole series of measures that will keep everybody safe as possible. And, and it looked to me in uh, the quad, at least, if, as if it's a pavilion, which is really just a roof with open walls. So we're, we're going to be open to the weather here. Essentially, yes. It's a bit of a hybrid between indoors and outdoors. So um, they, they, the venues are outdoors because, as you'll have seen in the images, the sides are completely open to open to the elements. And that's, that's really important to allow sufficient ventilation to make sure that it's, again, as safe as possible. So, yes, I would, I would suggest... As with every August in Edinburgh, that you that you do bring your umbrella and your and your and your coat, <laughs> probably a tartan blanket as well. And what does that do to the acoustics? I mean, are the acoustics still quite good here? The audience is going to be undercover. What about the if it's an orchestra or the performers? They will, they will be undercover too. So we've been working with sound designers on this so that the acoustic experience is as good as we can as we can possibly make it. So that's been part of the thinking right from day one when we determined that we were going to go outdoors because obviously there are compromises to be made in terms of what's possible to do outdoors, but we really want to get the best acoustic as, 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 we, as we possibly can. And, and tell me a little about um, Edinburgh Park. Is, is that going to be, I'm imagining it's going to be in the COVID testing area or somewhere like that. Yeah, it's it's on a on a vacant site at the moment that's right by the tram stop. So it should be very, very easy to get to and from. And there's also loads of parking as well, which is another consideration. So um, it's, a, it's a big site for us. It's one of the, one of the biggest that, that we'll have. So we're, yeah, we're really looking forward to, to seeing what that looks like. And, you know, if it's, if it proves a success, I think the the you know the possibility to think about what we might be able to do in outdoor venues in future is also there as well. So we're really interested to see how it's going to work this year. But I think that we are probably all going to need to um, live our lives a little bit more outdoors. I think that's one of the things, the messages which has come out, but also to take the the festival out to the periphery of the city is no bad thing because that's one of the things I think which the festival has been reasonably good at particularly with working with schools in various parts of the city. That's right I think we're we're really committed to trying to ensure as many people across the city can take part in the festival and obviously Edinburgh Park to the west of the city is where where it looks like the city is growing in future years so the idea of having of having a camp there, having a base there, is really is really attractive to us. So it's close to local communities such as Site Hill and Broomhouse and Wester Hales. So it gives us a chance to work with those communities as well this coming year and, and in the future too. That's terrific. So give us a, a simple rundown of the dates. So date, dates for the diary. 2nd of June is when we announce the programme. 11th of June is when we go on sale. And the festival itself takes place from the 7th to the 29th of August. That's great. We're looking forward to it already. And, uh, and I do hope that, uh, you know, I'm going to recognise some of the big names. I'm sure there will be big names coming. I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. And it'd be very good to see you there. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to the Edinburgh Report. Listen out for more episodes coming soon and make sure you don't miss any by hitting the subscribe button now. 
This is one of the platforms where we can help advertise your business to our listeners. Would you like to know more about that? Then email editor at theedinburghreporter.co.uk. And remember, you can subscribe to have our monthly newspaper delivered to you direct. Sign up today on our website, www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk. Thank you.